Hey folks, quick disclaimer about Greasy Says, my new show about being a game developer for 15 years who's brown. Okay, Greasy Says contains explicit language, adult situations, and viewer discretion is strongly advised. Right, Greasy Says is supposed to be a comedic take on what it's like to be in the gaming industry from my perspective, but I'm not out here trying to make people feel uncomfortable just for the sake of it. So, to sum it up, I have a potty mouth. Don't let your kids listen to this shit. And kings and queens above 18 only. Let's try that. All right. Lay is. Haha, let's get this party started. Crazy says. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. G-R-E-A-S-Y. Crazy. G-R-E-A-S-Y. It's crazy. G-R-E-A-S-Y. Why? Because I fucking said so. Because I fucking, fucking, fucking said so. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Greasy Says. Guess what episode it is? It's episode 19. That means we got one more episode to go until this season is locked in. In the fucking basket, shipped to your house, drone dropped on your front porch. The whole first season, it's a wrap after after the next episode. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy y'all are here listening to me again. Loving the support out there, loving the feedback, loving the interactions. The Greasy Verse is expanding at a rate. I don't even know at what rate. It seems, it may seem slow, but it's like a tidal wave. You know what I mean? It's building underneath the surface. Just waiting. Just waiting. And then one day, one day, we gonna just flood your whole fucking town out. You gonna turn around and be like, oh shit, let me get up real high on the tallest building. And then we gonna just wipe everything away. The grease will be in every street. On every corner, there will be the grease. That is us. Anyway, my name is Greasy, AKA M. And on Greasy says, we explore what it's like to be a brown game developer. I'm a brown game developer. I've been doing this shit for 15 years. Recently made a giant change in my career. Not necessarily out of games, but just on to another level of making games. It's crazy. The world is crazy. You never know what's around the corner. Be nice to everybody you meet. Uh, be a cool guy to work with or gal. You know what I mean? Be a cool person. Don't be a dick. That's a good way to survive in the, in the gaming industry. Just don't be a dick. Because the dicks may rise, like most dicks do. They will rise. But eventually they get floppy. And they sag. And they go hang out where the balls are at. So don't be a dick out there. Just be nice. It'll serve you better in the long run. Okay? That goes out to you plumbers out there, too. I'm watching y'all. Keep an eye, keep an eye, keep an eye, keep an eye on your plumber. But on Greasy says, I like to talk about my experience in games. I like to talk about what I see in the industry. I like to talk about things I'd like to see change in the industry. And we like to poke fun on Greasy says at the video game industry because the shit's ridiculous, but it's also the most amazing shit ever. So join us, join us, the greasy folks, the greasy people, as I like to call us, 
on our journey exploring video games and video game development and what it's like being a brown person in that world. So what are we talking about today in the intro? I'm going to keep the intro real short today, y'all. I'm not trying to go crazy. Talk, talk, tick, talk, talk. You know, all right, before we even get into the intros, while I look for these notes that I wrote up, this beat, you hear that little click that sounds like a metronome that's in, uh, in like a DAW in a digital audio workstation? Sounds like a click. Talk, 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 tick. Duh, duh. That's not a click, dog. I actually made, I crafted a sound that was, that sounded exactly like the click in a DAW just for this beat. Isn't that kind of stupid? Isn't that dumb that I wasted my time doing that when I could have just recorded a click from the DAW and just stole it wholesale? No, no. I, I decided to sound design that click. Why? Because I can. Because I can, I had the time, and I did it. And now I can say, I made a click that sounds just as annoying as the one in a DAW. So enjoy! Alright, what are we talking about? Oh. What? I've been watching Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop? The remake. The, the live-action remake of Cowboy Bebop. Uh, I'm slowly working my way through it. I'm not that deep in right now. But it made me want to just go back and watch the anime even more. Like, after the first episode, I was like, damn, I gotta go watch the anime. I miss the anime. You know what I mean? So I've been doing this thing where I'm going back and forth, uh, watching the, the live action, and then watching some of the anime, and then jumping back and forth and watch it. Like, one night, I'll watch one episode of one, one episode of the other. I reached out on social media, and a bunch of people told me that's not necessarily a good idea because there's, there's not one-to-one correlation between the, the series, but I still want to do it. Even if they veer off with the live action version, I still want to do it just to see what they did well at, when they transitioned this to live action and what they didn't do well. I'll tell you some, some things I've noticed so far. It's, it's the, the new reboot is not that bad for a filthy Western uh, rendition of Cowboy Bebop. You know, usually when things turn from anime to a Western movie, they suck. it's only recently that they've started sort of nailing this down of not totally destroying what made the anime special in the first place so for a filthy western rendition it's it's not bad it's a little corny it it comes across corny it does not come across as slick and as cool as cowboy bebop did when it first came out but again cowboy bebop came out in fucking 1996 so anything was fucking cool in 1996 right but I think, the, I think the live action one's a little corny. It's faithful, but they cranked up the diversity. I like that, right? They, they, they're doing their part. One thing that bothered me about Cowboy Bebop live action, though, they could not get the fights right. That is one of the biggest things, the most important things in about the style of Cowboy Bebop is the way the combat flows, the fluidity of the combat, the way they drew each frame to kind of make every fight feel, you know what I mean? The fights in Cowboy Bebop, the anime, are incredible. Some of the best ever. Up there with like Fooly Cooly and, and shit, you know what I'm saying? But you can't replace that in real life. You can't make someone move that fast unless, you, unless you're doing crazy editing tricks, which they should have done, to make the fights feel more feel faster feel more impactful you can't ask an actor to move like an anime character it's just it's just not it's not gonna happen you can't squash a human and then stretch a human 
and that's a, a, a way to animate something to make it feel very fluid. They tried, but they just couldn't nail it. Uh, another thing, I'm really going off on Cowboy Bebop. I have a, no, a lot of notes. I was writing down like crazy. Faye, uh, the char- one of the main characters, I didn't like the introduction. It wasn't as good as the anime. It didn't reveal enough about her character, I feel like, from what I've seen. And I've only, I've only watched a few episodes, so I don't know how deep they dig into Faye in the later episodes. I'll stay tuned, motherfuckers. Uh, it's probably way too expensive to make that that Faye origin episode in live action because the Faye origin story is nuts. It's on a fucking space casino and there's loads of extras and tons of people in the scene so that probably would have been extremely expensive to do live action or, or with CG and you know, the expense of doing that. Um, so I get that. I, I understand why they wouldn't want to make Faye's introduction a major piece because it's very expensive. Uh, the other thing about Faye is that she's super desexualized, if that's even a fucking word, uh, which is probably a good thing nowadays because you go back and watch the anime Cowboy Bebop and she's wearing that fucking, it's like a full body thong that that looked uncomfortable as hell, boy. That wedgie was like up in her brain with that fucking outfit. And so I'm, I'm glad that they didn't go with that outfit uh, for Faye in the live action because that would have been canceled immediately. Um, yeah, but they did keep the, um, the big shot characters. They kept them pretty faithful and that girl's wearing like a jacket that's just basically covering her titties, barely. No buttons on that fucking jacket. They kept that though, but they, they, I don't know, they made it less, they, they somehow managed to hide it well enough where you don't even notice. Anyway, I'm glad they let Spike smoke though. Good on you, Netflix, for not pussing out and saying no smoking characters. Smike, uh, Spike is a fucking chain smoker, so best believe the, the live action Spike should be a chain smoker too, so well done on that. Way to have some cajones. That's pretty much all I got, y'all, for an intro. I didn't think I would talk that long about it, but I, I've been watching Cowboy Bebop. What do you think? Reach out to me. Oh, perfect. Reach out to me on Greasy says uh, on TikTok, <laughs> on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. And hit me up on Twitter under MQ. Let me know what you think of the new Cowboy Bebop. If you think it's worth its weight in gold. Or if you think it's a pile of dung. Let's kick off the show. Hey, Greasy. How do you feel about dating other devs on your team? Ah, young love. Shit. Ah, even old love. There's nothing quite like that feeling, is there? The anticipation. The butterflies in your stomach, the extra effort you put in to impress that special someone. Whether we like it or not, office romances are a reality. We all spend about 80% of our lives working, which means we spend 80% of our time with our work colleagues. Just like back in school, these relationships make up a vast majority of our social circle. We spend every day with these people. We learn their quirks their shortcomings, their charms. We form close working relationships with these people. And sometimes, when the cherry blossoms fall in just the right way, we may even find romance. When I was coming up in games, there were so many of my buds who hooked up with other buds on the team. 
when you're young and you're in the gaming industry, surrounded by sexy, smart, and fun-loving people who share the same nerdy interests you do, it's hard not to get swept up by the allure of the industry and its players. Oh my god, did I just fall for a cute 20-something who's super into Smash Brothers and also likes to cosplay on the weekends? <gasps> did I just fall for the green-haired boy toy who loves Arcane and owns over a hundred board games? Fucking jackpot! I've been there. I'm sure you've been there. But is it wise to date the other game developers on your team? Or is it a ticking time bomb? Keep talking and nobody explodes. Let me just get this out of the way right now. I think dating on any job is a terrible idea. I've seen it work, and I know it can work. But I would never advise anyone to do it. Now, who gives a fuck what I think? But let me lay out some ways in which hooking up with your coworkers could hurt you in the long run. Introducing Sam, a UX designer at Night Nugget Fucker Games. NNG life, what? Sam has a friendly relationship with V, a producer that works on the same project as Sam. V and Sam decide to go on a few dates. They click, and a romantic relationship blossoms. The months pass, and the new relationship energy fades, as it always does. They know what each other's farts smell like. V has literally seen the undercarriage of Sam. Sam has cleaned V's hair out of the drain on more than one occasion. The motherfuckers are familiar, is what I'm saying. That significantly changes the work dynamic. And that's when things start getting dicey. When the stresses of any job hit particularly hard, it has an effect on your relationship at home. How many times have you snapped at or said a hurtful comment to your partner just because you were having a particularly bad day? It happens all the time, right? Now imagine if both of you work in the same place, on the same project, with all the same people. Makes me feel claustrophobic as fuck. You can't even bitch about work to each other because you'll end up locked in a never-ending vortex of complaining, spiraling into eternity. You're going to get eye rolls from other devs on your team, too. Either they're going to be sitting there thinking you two are gross, or they're going to be wondering if you guys help each other politically to get ahead in your roles. If V is producing Sam, won't Sam automatically get some breaks when they don't deliver on a task or when they're behind on their work? If V is an asshole producer, won't Sam cover for V and try to make them look good? Eventually, that social dynamic could muddy the waters on the whole team. Fucking stinks like sex in here. Now imagine Sam or V gets a promotion, and one of them becomes the other's boss. Oh boy. So now Sam has to ask V for a raise, and V has to say no? And then they have to go home and sleep in the same bed together? That's fucked. I mean, it's so obvious how fucked that is. If you're dating your boss before they became your boss, you get to see the transformation that happens when someone gets a ton of new power. And that shit will trickle back to the homestead. All of a sudden, Sam is washing way more dishes than they ever did before. All of a sudden, V is not eating hot dogs anymore. It's all porterhouses and prosciutto. 
how you think Sam is going to feel? Is Sam going to feel like less of a skilled developer? Is Sam going to internalize V's success as a failure? Maybe not. Maybe I'm overthinking things. But what I'm getting at is that dating other devs on your team creates more problems than it solves. And with so many goddamn fish in the sea, why are you trying to fuck this crab in a bucket? But I get it. Love is blind. And love is an idiot. So some of us will end up dating other devs on our team. Right? That's fine. But let Uncle Greasy suggest a few tactics to keep your relationship intact. If you do get into a relationship with another dev on your team, maybe one of you, here's, here's one, maybe one of you should quit or move to another studio slash go freelance. All right, just an idea. Here's another idea. Make sure you don't work in the same department or on the same project if you can. Get that separation going. Number three, never talk about work at home. I know. That shit is almost impossible, right? I, I can't even imagine. But if you don't talk about work, you don't bring work home with you, it doesn't sour the air at home. It's a sacred place. And finally, find a different social circle at work. If you hang out, used to hang out together all the time at work, it's time to get away from each other. Create a little bit of space, a little bit of distance, so that when you get home, you're actually psyched to see each other. You haven't been just looking at each other all fucking day. Watching Sam eat his fucking hot dog while you're guzzling down your fucking bubbly. You know what I'm saying? Just some ideas, y'all. Just some ideas. Reflection. Actually, guys, guys and gals, I, I got some bad news. Uh, this episode is gonna have to be short. I'm gonna have to cut it right here. It's been days since my uh, since I recorded this, and like everybody in my house got sick, and now I'm sick and I'm fucking wiped out. So I, I'm not even going to try to finish this week's podcast, but I'll make it up to you next week. I'll do all the shit so, uh, that I didn't do this week next uh, in the next episode. So uh, I'll, I owe you guys uh, um, uh, what, uh, what you're playing, and I owe you guys some listener comments. My apologies. Uh, but you know how it goes. Sometimes you just gotta take a, a day off, a sick day off. So unfortunately, in a very lackluster way, I have to tell you, greasy people, thanks for coming out. Uh, like, subscribe, comment, give me feedback. Tell me to feel better soon, because I really need that. Uh, and until next time, it's me, Greasy. I'm looking for where the Kleenex be. Raise. Raise.